You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, this first hour, talking all things Major League Baseball, as uh, we know the Mets' uh, first pitch about to take place in about five minutes. So uh, we're going to get you locked and loaded there. By the way, I do like the Mets on the run line. You've got five minutes to get that in. Uh, Bassett, of course, on the bump for the Mets tonight, 11-7 and with 3-2-6 ERA. And he's been great at home. Uh, so if, if he does, he's won three straight at home. Also, as we know, this is a Mets team, uh, third best batting average in Major League Baseball, uh, three to nine. So I do like, again, I like the Mets on the run line. What does that mean for folks that are tuning in? Maybe you, uh, you, you don't dabble in wagering. It means you're already starting the game with the Mets down uh, one and a half runs. So the Mets are going to have to win at the end of the day. They're going to have to beat the Colorado Rockies by two runs in order for your bet to win. But why am I playing it on the run line? Well, just to play the Mets straight up to win, it's minus 355, which means you have to lay a $355 down to win $100. It's just too much juice, as we like to call it, uh, for me to lay. So anyway, I'm going to play the Mets on the run line tonight. And, uh, and, and you know, as we know, like uh, looking back, right, disappointing uh, disappointing two games against the Yankees. Uh, Scherzer, if you want to call it, uh, throw in his catcher under the bus. Yes, I'm sure some people might. Uh, and then, unfortunately, Walker uh, didn't get the win as well. But you, we did see uh, Jacob DeGrom come in and beat the uh, the Rockies yesterday, 3-1. to one, And DeGrom, uh, another you know classic DeGrom performance uh, going six innings, three hits, and, uh, and and nine strikeouts, which is tremendous. So like I said, you got Bassett uh, going tonight. And here's the thing. So you've got four games. You've got a four-game series against the Colorado Rockies, who, uh, let's be honest, you know, the Mets, hopefully, maybe they sweep the series. They win all four, realistically. I don't know. Even if they go three and one, then what happens? You've got the Dodgers coming to town. The Dodgers and the Mets going at it for a three-game series as well. And in the Dodgers, two things with the Dodgers. Number one, even though they do have the best record in the National League, 86-37, and 37, with all due respect to them, one of, you could argue, one of the easiest divisions in, in Major League Baseball. So when you look at, when you look at the, the level of competition um, that the Dodgers have played, you know, is it no wonder that that they're 86 and 37? They've won six more games than the Mets. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, they're dealing, obviously, with, with some injuries. Bueller, of course, is injured. Kershaw is injured, and, and you know, to, the, to, the, to their starting rotation. But after the Dodgers series, let's say just, just if the Mets could just take two of three, and they go two and one against the Dodgers— after that Dodgers series, the Mets have the easiest schedule for the remainder of the season in the National League. How about that? I know. I know. So as of right now, we know what they're, they're two games up to Atlanta. I want to see here. Who's Atlanta playing tonight? Um, because, again, I just, and, and, and listen, and, and that's something to, you, you got to keep an eye on. Right, we're sitting here, and you know, can can the Mets finish with the best record in Major League Baseball? Whoa, slow your roll, Anita. You've got Atlanta. You got the Braves too behind them. Okay, so the Braves uh, they play at eight fifteen tonight. Will be first pitch. Uh, they are in St. Louis, and they're going up against the Cardinals. Okay, 
All right. So uh, not not an easy series for the Braves as well. Again, uh, only a two-game uh, advantage for the Mets in the division. Doesn't give you a lot of wiggle room. Mets fans, I'm sure you're not breathing easily. Uh, so... It's, 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 listen, at the end of the day, it's going to be a fun ride towards the end of the regular season, right? And, and, and like just to see how this all plays out. So, and, and also a big weekend here in New York because it is, uh, it is the old timers game, right? We're going to have Steve Traxel, former pitcher for the Mets, join us on the show. Really excited to get him on. Some of the biggest names. What's really also great about this is, keep in mind, this is the first time that we're having or we're witnessing or we're we're able to attend an old-timers game since 1994. Are you kidding me? 1994. And there's going to be 65 former players uh, that are going to be out there at City Field tomorrow. Uh, Daryl Strawberry, of course, Dwight Gooden, Mike Piazza, uh, Pedro, uh, and, and of course, Steve Traxel. So Steve Traxel, by the way, Steve Traxel and I, we go back. Uh, I was in Baltimore the same time Steve was in Baltimore and, and, and we became uh, friends while we were there and I was covering the Baltimore Orioles. I was hosting Sports Talk Radio Afternoon Drive and my show was televised on the Mid-Atlantic Sports Network, uh, which is owned by the Orioles. So uh, knew that organization, knew that franchise, knew those players extremely well and, and Steve Traxel was one of them. Uh, I think his love for wine and my love for wine brought us together. And so we've remained friends uh, since uh, since his retirement. So excited to get Steve on the show with us tonight. We'll talk about the uh, old-timers game, old-timers day tomorrow, um, as well as big picture for the Mets moving forward here. Uh, because it's, it's beyond the series against the Rockies, right? Like, um, and, and, and what they potentially could do for the remainder of the regular season, to put themselves in a better situation. It's not out of the realm of possibility, especially, again, after the Dodgers series and the fact that they were facing some injuries, that they very well could maybe catch up to the Dodgers and maybe have the best record in the National League when it's all said and done and, and they get ready for the postseason. So that's going to be fun. Going to have Steve join us on the show. And then, of course, a little bit later on uh, this evening, you've got the Yankees going at it against the A's. And... An exciting last few games for the Yankees, right? Like, and ever since, ever since Booney had that pounding of the table at the post-game press conference, um, where he startled a few media. Because one thing that we know about Aaron Boone, and I know that we've fielded so many calls, so many Yankee fans out there just don't like the fact that he's so even keel all the time, right? Like, so many Yankee fans out there are just like, I can't stand it. He doesn't show any emotion. Boy, did we see it, him pounding on the table. Sure enough, what happened? The Yankees responded. Did they not? They beat the Blue Jays to avoid a sweep and then beat the Mets twice, once against Max Scherzer, as we know, the other against Walker, and then uh, put on an an offensive performance uh, yesterday against the A's, beating them 13-4. Stanton returning is really big time. Not that... a two-run single, also uh, bases loaded, and, 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 and he was able to walk, help walk a run in. So he ended up with, uh, with three RBIs on the night, his first night back. But just having him back in that lineup is so crucial. It's so key. Uh, just in the clubhouse, in the dugout, um, is, is just so huge. Tyone last night as well, six innings, gave up six hits, two strikeouts, but was able to help seal the deal as well as the bullpen to come in. 
and uh, and help this Yankees team beat the A's 13 to four. So what do we have tonight? Again, first pitch is a little bit later on at 9:40. Garrett Cole, uh, nine and six with a 3.41 ERA. So tonight, Garrett Cole will have an opportunity to get that win up to double digits. And uh, and and I want to say. Uh, He's done it the last three years in a row that he's been able to finish the season with double-digit wins. So that's going to be a big goal for him tonight. And it, it is, it's a hurdle because his last six starts since July 17th, Yankees, Garrett Cole 0-4. So, you know, this is, this is, you, this is your, this is our quote-unquote ace in this rotation. And unfortunately, 0-4 in his last six starts since July 17th. So this is to me, and, and I'd love to hear from Yankee fans, 800-919-3776. You know, I feel, I feel Aaron Boone with that emotional post-game press conference, avoiding the sweep with, with the Blue Jays, beating the Mets twice, once, of course, with Max Scherzer on the bump, getting Stanton back. I just, I, you know, I, I just, I, I feel that this is, this is a, a crucial start for for Garrett Cole and in this in this rotation. So I'm expecting big things from him tonight. And also, this this very well could be um, an advantage here for the Yankees because they're going up against CJ. I'm sorry, JP Sears, who was part of the trade for Montas, by the way. So former Yankee, he's five and zero with a one nine three ERA. But you know when. Um, you know, when you go up against a former team, obviously, you know, they know his pitching style. They know his pitches. They know what to expect. So I think advantage here for the Yankees tonight, considering that uh, JP was a former Yankee. We'll, we'll see what happens. This is a 10-game road trip. The Yankees started off strong, as we know, 13-4 against the A's, which is great. Let's see if they can build off of it. The only negative news, obviously, is is Nestor Cortez on the 15-day AL um IL with with a groin injury that's not great, but again I, I just I I think I think the Yankees in their last four games have been quite special and uh, in in might just be what the doctor ordered where they were they struggled so much in the month of August and then have been able to turn it around as of late can they ride that momentum throughout this ten game road trip I hope so. So again, uh, the Mets are off and running. We'll keep you posted throughout the show, the score, the stats, all that good stuff. Like I said, I like them on the run line. Hopefully I will have helped people win some money later on this evening. Um, we will keep you posted as uh, we get closer to the Yankees and A's. That first pitch is at 940 because not only is, is it a road trip, but it's a road trip out west for the Yankees. And so uh, we'll take your calls, 800-919-3776. We're going to he- hear from Steve Traxel uh, this hour as well. And then coming your way at 8 o'clock, uh, we switch gears and we kick off Weekend Wager, our gambling show here on 90.70 ESPN, brought to you by BetMGM Sports. Enough talk, believe in your game, believe in your bet, BetMGM Sports. We've got Lee Sterling uh, breaking down some college. Can you believe it? Football season. You know... When you're heading into a weekend where we're going to watch some college football, you know the NFL is right around the corner. Really an exciting time. So Lee Sterling, we talk about college, we talk about NFL. John Rothhouse is joining me as well. We're going to talk some, 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 some golf with you as the Tour Championship is happening right now. We have two great days of, uh, of golf action. The 30 best golfers in the world 
competing in Atlanta. And now we head into the weekend. So uh, John from thecaddynetwork.com is going to join me. Hopefully help us, help us how to wager into the weekend to win some money. And um, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have a lot of NFL talk. You know, Daniel Jones has been just crushing it at practice. So I do want to I do want to talk about uh, this uh, Daniel Jones, and I do want to talk about uh, this this Giants team heading into Week One of the regular season against Tennessee. As we know, uh, Sunday one o'clock will be their preseason game number three, the Jets and the Giants, and what we can expect from that, as we like to call it, quote unquote, the Snoopy Bowl. So a lot to dive into. Phone lines are open again. Anita in for Dan Grossa this evening for this first hour, and then of course. Uh, we switch to Weekend Wager coming your way at 8 o'clock right here on 90.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. Yankees on the left coast. Uh, first pitch, 940 for them against the A's. Garrett Cole trying to take his win total to double digits for the third year in a row for him. So hopefully that can happen. But uh, here tomorrow at City Field is Old Timers Day slash Old Timers game. You've got 65 former Mets and one special one, and that is Steve Traxel, uh, who's uh, him and I got to know each other at his time uh, playing for the Orioles. Uh, we were both in Baltimore at the same time. So great to have Steve Traxel in town uh, from the from the left coast yourself how special is it for you to be back in New York, Steve? Oh, it's just great. I mean, it's a uh, first part of it. It's just another reminder that I am getting older. <laughs> I remember growing <laughs> up, you know, as a kid doing all the old timers games, you know, in Southern California. So, so to be asked to do it, um, first of all, you know, I had to go out and get my cortisone shot in my elbow a couple of weeks ago and make sure I'd even be able to, to throw and pitch. Cause I haven't done it since, uh, Mets fantasy camp probably, well, I guess it was last November. So, uh, no, it just means a lot uh, to be asked. Um, seeing the guys this morning and throughout the day coming in and after the uh, the list came out, um, just so many great names. going to be so many so many guys there that I've been wanting to see for a long time. Some new faces for me as well. And uh, really looking forward to getting out there. And uh, hopefully nothing hurts too bad the next day. Yeah, I mean, you talk about some, some great names, right? Big, sexy Bartolo Colon, uh, Daryl Strawberry, uh, you know, Pedro, Joe Tor, like, like the list goes on and on. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic Saturday. And so you're, you're, what team are you on again? You're on Terry's team, right? If I remember I'm correctly. I'm on team Terry. Yes. yes. Team Terry. <laughs> um, so, you know, how, how competitive does this get? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, uh, I know guys have been talking about whether or not they're even going to be able to play. Um, some guys are mentioning some of the pitchers maybe have to play in the outfield. I just said, look, if I'm playing in the outfield, I get to hit. I want it in a bat. So uh, um, I, I think most part of it's just going to be, you know, the introductions and having a great time. Um, there's a lot of pitchers on the list. So I don't know how we're going to break all those guys up into, I, I think we only have, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, you know, for a game. So, uh you know, I, I'm going to need 25 minutes alone, you know, just for my one inning. So, <laughs> You're funny. Um, again, Steve Traxel joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. I, you know, and, and, and I, I opened it up in, in my first question to you, Steve. It, it really is a different vibe here. It's, 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 a, it's a different era. It's a different time uh, because of, of Steve and, and Steve Cohen and, and, and the new ownership mm-hmm. group that's here. And, and just, you know, the passion, the money, the excitement. 
Um, and, and, and I'm sure, I'm sure you can feel that. I I know you've only been in in the city for a short period of time. I, I, I want to imagine that you are following this team from afar, Absolutely. Um, but, but, you know, but, but talk about the importance of that because for so many years, you know, it's like the Yankees have dominated the city and it it all starts with the Steinbrenners and Papa Steinbrenner, obviously the big reason why, but, but it just seems like I, I, and I know Yankee fans don't want to hear this, but somewhat of a changing of the guard a little bit right now. Yeah, no, there was definitely a lot of excitement. Uh, I mean, if you so- follow social media after the sale, you know, it's amazing how much money the fans are willing to spend of Steve Cohen's money just to put a great team out there. And, uh, and for the most part, he's done it. Um, it's been really exciting seeing Scherzer come in. Um, I love watching DeGrom pitch. And, uh, you know, um, Alonzo's has been truly amazing all year. So I've um, been really excited uh, to follow them from California. Um, you know, they got the new guys in with Bassett, who I really knew nothing about, even though he was in the same state as me. And uh, to watch him come in and do what he's done has, has been awesome. So uh, it's really difficult to guys to come in here in New York the first time and just have immediate success right from the get-go. So uh, if uh, this starting rotation can stay healthy, and a few other, you know, the, the lineup stays intact. I really like their chances going through the postseason. Yeah, it's, it's been an interesting last few few games for this Mets team, right? Like, unfortunately, they lose both games to the Yankees, uh, left quite a few runners uh, on base, that's for sure. Scherzer, uh, not your typical outing. He's usually, he averages like eight or nine strikeouts a game, only right. had three. Unfortunately, Walker lost as well. Uh, but they did turn around. They were able to beat the Rockies with DeGrom, who had another outstanding performance. And then, as you said, Chris Bassett uh, pitching pitching tonight. At the end of the day, really, this is going to – and this isn't really interesting. It's, it, it's, it's going to come down between, in my opinion, the Mets and the, and the Dodgers, right? And then – so following this four-game series against the Colorado Rockies, they've got a three-game series against the Dodgers starting on, on, on August 30th. But what a great time because, you know, this is a Dodgers team. Like, you know, Bueller's out now. Kershaw's injured. This, this right now, as we know, the Dodgers have the best record in the National League. But my goodness, if if the Mets could dominate at least take two two of three of that series, after this Dodgers series, the Mets have the easiest schedule in the National League. So they yep. have an opportunity here to possibly surpass the Dodgers. So you know, just big picture as a whole, kind of you know, what are your thoughts about the National League? And and do do you agree that? Really, it's 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 between the Dodgers and the Mets. Um, yeah, I mean, you can make the argument that the Dodgers are in a weaker division, and so they you know some of their their record is a little bit reflected by that. But this, yeah, this, that three game series is going to be a serious test. Um, it's going to be, you know, the, the Dodgers injuries, are, you know, those guys aren't coming back, so it's almost like you can just kind of forget that they're even there, and uh, you just go out there see what these three games are like. Hopefully you don't show them too much. They don't get to see too much of your bullpen guys for, for later on down the line. Um, you know, but, but being with the Mets all these years, you always got to keep your eye on those dang Braves down south because uh, they always find a way to come in here and, uh, and mess things up. So, if, like I was saying earlier, if the, Mets, if the Mets can just stay healthy, I really like where they're going to be. Um, I don't think the Dodgers' record shows how dominant they've been just because of, you know, of the – the side of the coast they're on and that's how much easier their record has been and uh or their division has been so the yeah like you said the mets go through take two of three stay healthy on the back end have the easy schedule the rest of the way you know be awesome if they could clinch this thing early and then set rotations up you know nurse 
any guys that are, are maybe banged up a little bit towards the end to get them fully healthy and then, and then just go through the playoffs. Yeah, that would be great. Again, Steve Traxel joining us here on 90.7 ESPN in New York from the West Coast for Old Timers Day, uh, which is really exciting. And Steve talking about what's happening in the National League East where the Mets uh, two-game lead up on Atlanta, nine-and-a-half game lead up on the Phillies. Uh, so can they continue to uh, create a little bit more space and a little bit more breathing room? Uh, let's hope so, especially uh, with three more games against the Colorado Rockies. And, you know, curious to get your thoughts on, I know, I know you and I have, have had several conversations in the past when we were both in Baltimore, the importance of a manager and Buck Showalter and, 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 and what he means to this, this ball club and, and this organization. Uh, your, your thoughts on the season that he's having so far? Uh, he's obviously clicked with all the guys. There's no doubt mm-hmm. about that. Um, he's, you know, his preparation is obviously solid. Um, even the the little things coming down to the middle, the knowledge of some of these little rules where you've seen games and uh, you know guys getting a rundown and the umpire misses a a, a fake tag, you know, and, and turns that inning into a two or three run inning instead of ending an inning and uh, stuff that other guys don't even see or consider. So. Um, He's obviously clicked with his starting rotation. They have great conversation. Um, you know, there's so many more coaches, you know, on a bench or on a team now than what, than what I played. So I think he's able to delegate a lot of these responsibilities to those other guys, and, and they've obviously stepped up to the plate as well. Yeah, and, you know, just, again, big picture from ownership to, to, to Buck to, as you said, the pitching rotation is really outstanding, and it begins with DeGrom and Max Scherzer. Uh, the the bullpen with Diaz as well, Alonzo, uh, you know Beatty coming up from Syracuse, and he's fun to watch. Which, by the way, Vo- Vogelbach is is probably my favorite. I love like I, I I just I love when he when he's at, when he's got his at bat, and he's so much fun to watch. And but it's so funny. I, and and again, I don't know how much you watch of the Mets, but they're always clocking him. Uh, and and how fast he can he can he he can get home from whether it's first or second base, but um it, it's just uh it's just it's 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 really fun to watch this team and, and and get behind this Mets team and and really hoping that they do well this season that's for sure. They're yeah they're they're not lacking any excitement every night that's what and that's uh you know that's what it's all about that's why we all tune in. Uh, Steve, before we let you go, some final thoughts on uh, on Old Timers Day and, um, you know, in, in the organization or, or just the Major League Baseball season as a whole. Well, yeah, Old Timers game, yeah. I mean, it's going to be a blast. You know, the one thing, obviously, I wish, you know, I'm sure at the back end, I'm going to wish we had just a little bit more time, you know. There's, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to leave the next day and you're going to be like, God, I wish I had more time to, you know, hang out with Billy Wagner or, you know, or, you know, I've, never met Bartolo Colon. I've obviously watched him and faced him many times. And, you know, it'd just be nice to be able to get a little bit more time to spend with those guys. But uh, like you said, it's the first time this has been done in 20 something years. So hopefully it goes off great. I know the fans have been clamoring for it for a very long time. And I really hope it's something that, uh, you know, we do every year and, and, and I come back every year. It'd be fantastic. Again, Steve Traxel joining us here on 98.70 SPN. Uh, it's just such a, such a nice, such a nice guy. Uh, again, I, I spent four years in Baltimore, and our time overlapped there. So, uh, so he was he was a starting pitcher, and then he put, they put him in the bullpen. They kind of were moving him around, and um, I uh, be, because my radio show was televised on the Mid Atlantic Sports Network, they sent me down to Fort Lauderdale for spring training, which was a lot of fun. Uh, Brian Roberts was their second baseman. I know I'm dating myself here. Um, 
they had they had just drafted Adam Jones. Oh, how much fun he was! It was really a fun, even even though even though the Orioles were a team that just, as we know, just the ownership they just never committed to winning anything. It was still a fun team to be around and and, and a fun group. And Steve Traxel was always so kind and so gracious uh, with me. And so just really thrilled to have him on the show tonight. Uh, 800-919-3776. I, I know we started the show talking Major League Baseball and, and for good reason. Um, but we've got some callers who want to talk about fantasy football. So I, um, I, I finalized all my drafts. My leagues, not my drafts. I finalized all my leagues. And so this season, I'm in 10 leagues. I usually, I teeter around anywhere between 10 to 12. I'm in 10, and I have two real serious, serious, serious leagues. So we've got Justin and Anthony. They want to talk some fantasy football. All right, gentlemen, uh, we'll get to your calls when when we come back. 800-919-3776. As many, I'm sure Justin and Anthony, along with myself, we're getting ready for our fantasy football drafts. So I'm sure you guys have some questions. Uh, let's dive into it next. Right here on 90.7 ESPN. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. A lot going on. A lot of NFL preseason games. A lot of Major League Baseball. Um, you've got the Travelers taking place up there in Saratoga tomorrow, which is going to be fun. So definitely a bucket list thing for me. Eventually, one of these days, I'm going to make it up there, I promise. 800-919-3776. Before we get to our calls, a lot of folks wanting to talk fantasy football as well. I'll continue to talk fantasy in our gambling segment because, let's be honest, fantasy football is gambling. Um, as much as people don't want to say it is, it absolutely is. Stream live sports and original content with ESPN Plus today. You get access to the award-winning 30 for 30 library. UFC access, including exclusive pay-per-views and live coverage of the 35 PGA Tour events each year. So get the ESPN Plus, Disney Plus bundle today. Watch ESPN Original 30, the entire Disney and Marvel library. I haven't seen She-Hulk yet. Maybe that's something I'll watch tonight and more. Stream anytime, anywhere. Go to ESPNNewYorkBundle.com to learn more. Let's get to your calls and uh, let's kick it off with Anthony in Brooklyn. Anthony, what you got? Uh, Anita, first time, long time. Um, so 12-team, 15-round draft. I know you like the quarterback in the ninth round. Where do you where do you draft the defense and the kicker? Oh, last two. Last two. Last two rounds. Okay. So last focus two. More on the don't even Anthony. Don't even don't back. and don't get don't get hooked. If there's a run on defenses, don't get hooked. Don't dare draft a Let defense at 15, 16, 17. Don't. You know, like, I'm sorry, you're 15 rounds. So what you want to do is you want to draft a defense at 14, and you want to draft your kicker at 15. That's what you want to do, Anthony. And quarterback at nine. Well, I, I mean, right. you know, again, I, I, could, I could sit here and I can, you know, you know, I, I can tell you what I'm, what I'm aiming to do, but – you know, like if 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 both Jalen Hurts and Kyler Murray are still available on the board in the ninth round, and you're towards the end of the draft, and and the guys that are drafting or the gals that are drafting after you already have quarterbacks, 
then you could wait till it comes back to you, right? And so like maybe you get them in the 10th round. You know, you just, it's really important that you pay attention to your grid. It's so important that you pay attention to your grid. Here's another thing that's really important. Because I'm in 10 leagues this year, and again, I usually, I average anywhere between 10 to 12. Where you draft is going to dictate who's on your roster. So it's really important that you participate in a minimum of 10 to 20 mock drafts before you draft so that you will know and you will get a feel for who's going to be available in each round. And while you are mock drafting, take notes. Take notes. I can't stress it enough. If you know where you're drafting, participate in as many mock drafts as you can in the space that you are drafting. Don't just participate. A lot of times, like, I'll go, I'll I'll participate in a mock draft, and if I don't get my space that I know that I'm preparing for, I get out of it. I get out of it. Because where you draft, did Beatty just hit a home run, gentlemen? I think he did. How much, how much do you love this Beatty kid? And oh, by the way, how cool is it that he's best friends with Garrett Wilson? And what are the chances that Garrett Wilson doesn't get drafted by the Atlanta Falcons and falls to the Jets? Like, is that not a cool story? The fact that they're best friends and on my uh, two favorite teams, I'm, uh, I'm all smiling back here, Anita. I'm all smiling. So I think that's that's uber cool. So Beatty with a home run. Mets are up against the Rockies. One one zero, bottom of the third. So um, where again? Just to, just where you draft will dictate who's available and what your what your lineup is going to look like. What your roster is going to look like. Okay. Let's go to Justin in Rhode Island. Justin, welcome in. Good evening. How you doing? Hey, Nita. I'm a big fan of the show. Um, so I'm drafting number twelve in my fantasy league. I'm curious for. Who do you think I should be looking for potentially um, to 18 team leagues? That's pretty deep. So I'm curious for your thoughts. Yeah, if you're if you're if you're drafting 12, I highly recommend you go running back, running back, Justin. And thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. Um, who who will you be able to get? Um, I love I love DeAndre Swift this season with the Detroit Lions. I think you'll absolutely be able to get him. Um, I and I love Leonard Fournette. Offensive line is going to be crap. For the Tampa Bay Bucks, Tom Brady's going to have no time for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Gronk is not there. So what is he going to do? His security blanket now is going to become Leonard Fournette. So at 12, here's another thing for you. Um, Alvin Kamara. So, so let's, let's talk about Alvin Kamara for a second. Alvin Kamara and his buddies beat up a guy so badly in Las Vegas that the guy was in the hospital for four months. Eventually, Alvin Kamara is going to be suspended. Alvin Kamara is not going to be able to play in the NFL for a, for a good six to nine games. Like, and, and by the way, there's video. <laughs> it was captured on video. Now, Adam Schefter is reporting that it's not going to happen this season. And don't we all, in, in Adam, we trust? 
So Adam Schefter is reporting that, it, that the suspension is not going to happen this season. If you believe Adam, like I believe Adam, then, um, then I'm going to draft out Alvin Kamara. But just know, eyes wide open going in, him and his friends almost killed a man in Las Vegas. And there's video. And the NFL has it. So uh, that, that is a huge risk-reward. So um, if you're comfortable taking that risk, I would go Swift in Kamara, um, or I would go Swift in Leonard Fournette at 12. Uh, let's go to Larry in New York. Larry, welcome in. Hey, hi, Anita. How you doing? Great. Uh, I'm picking uh, first in my league. It's a keeper league, so... Uh, Taylor's already kept, but there are a couple of guys that I, um, um, you know, I don't know who to pick. One is Kamara. Okay, who? Who? Tell me, tell me your top five guys. Uh, it's uh, Kamara, Cup, Cook, McCaffrey. Those are the four guys I have a, a problem. Oh, who Christian is, McCaffrey for sure. Christian McCaffrey, Larry so, for sure. So I shouldn't have to worry about his past injuries then. No, no, Christian McCaffrey. I, I think, and Larry, thanks for the phone call. I, I think one can make a really solid argument that Christian McCaffrey can go before Justin Taylor because the, um, Hines, who's backing up Taylor, apparently is, is going to have a larger role this year um, in that backfield for the Colts. Um. And I think with the addition of Baker Mayfield and, and the quote-unquote quarterback threat that he presents is going to keep defenses more honest. You know, Christian McCaffrey, his entire career has faced nine, if not more, in a box. With Baker Mayfield there, um, less of that. So I think one could make a really good argument that C-Mac could go before J- JT. Let's go to Amir in Rockland. Amir, you're up. Welcome in. How you doing, Anita? I just have a, a question. You normally, like, in the whole draft, you just, like, the first four rounds are usually running back, and then the defense is last, the kicker's last. Like, what's your sequence of how you draft? Uh, the sequence really dictates where where you draft. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily, and thanks for the phone call, Amir, appreciate it. I, I wouldn't necessarily say, you know, you go the first four rounds, you go running backs. I, I wouldn't say that. Because, you know, Justin Thomas, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, um, Derek Henry, you can argue. But then Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, and Jamar Chase, to me, go before Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, so, you know, if, 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 you're, if you're drafting somewhere in the, in the middle, you know, if you're drafting like four, five, six, you know, I, I think Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, that's, that's where you got to go. But obviously, if you, take, if, if you do take a wide receiver in the first round, then, you know, obviously your next two rounds have to be running back. I, I, I would abide by this. You want two running backs in your first three rounds. I think that's fair. So I wouldn't say running back your first four rounds. I'd say you absolutely want two running backs in your first three rounds. 800-919-3776. By the way, I want to remind you, uh, here's your chance to score Jet season tickets with ESPN New York, with the ESPN New York app. Just download the free ESPN New York app 
Scroll down to contests and enter to see your green and white all season long. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. Brought to you by the New York Jets. Lock in your 2022 New York Jets season tickets um, to, to be at MetLife Stadium for the exciting matchups this season. Secure the best seats. Pricing and benefits at nyjets.com slash season tickets. So make sure you do that. Uh, this concludes our show. Again, Anita Marks in for Dan Grassa tonight. But when we come back, we will kick off weekend wager, getting you ready for the weekend. We'll talk some college football. Can you believe it? College football games uh, tomorrow. Unbelievable. As well as NFL Futures. Uh, We've got the tour championship taking place right now in golf to crown a champion at the end of the season, which will be Sunday and a lot more. So stay tuned for that. We'll also, I'll continue to talk fantasy football. Please. You've got some fantasy football questions. You're getting ready for your draft. I am so happy to be here for you and to talk fantasy football. I love nothing more than, uh, than talking fantasy football with you right here on 90.7 ESPN. So by all means, please join us. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you, 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.